Funny Looking Podcast. This is podcast number 19. My name is Gav and I'm sitting chatting to my pal Pete. Hello Pete. Hello Gav, lovely to hear your dulcet tones. I know we're once again talking across the Skype lines. Technology, technology. Beautiful, I've even got a little microphone this week. Oh, you, really upgrading. You did sound a bit like a tin can and a string. First of all Pete, uh, an apology to regular podcast listeners, and everyone should listen to the previous podcast. It's a cracker. More about that. I did tell you it was podcast 20, and you got very excited. I decided to riff on the fact that in numerals, that was XX. Which... Well, can you <laughs> oh, save God. that one? Because this is podcast 19. A Can't very... do that in numerals. Not no, off the top of my head. no, no. Is it XX? I, I don't know. Um, Podcast 18 was was astounding. A young up-and-coming comic in, based in Liverpool, two Edinburgh shows under his belt, Alistair Clark, but also we had a great chat with Phil Ellis, he of funs and games. Indeed, a man we saw perform at the weekend, Gav, and had a wonderful time. Well, we'll talk about that afterwards. Funs and games, the Christmas show for the Soho Theatre, but this is going to be a very special podcast. Indeed it is. Phil Ellis may have won the Foster's Panel Award. Well done to him. This week, we've got the big prize winner, the John Kearns. Oh, the John Kearns. This year, he won... Uh, do, do we? What, how, what do we feel about awards? Are we supposed to be a bit cool about it? I just like seeing talented people being celebrated, Gav, and that's why uh, I started a podcast with you. Yeah, absolutely. So this year, uh, Foster's Comedy Award winner for Edinburgh. Last year, Best Newcomer, the Double Double Double. Um, more about John Kearns in a minute, and we'll we'll set that up because it's a it's an unusual podcast for us. It's a brilliant, brilliant podcast, but um, it's a very different approach. Pete, what is funny looking pod? Well, for all the newbies who have just come along with Kearns, and we don't blame you. He's incredible. Funny looking is our podcast based between Manchester and Liverpool, where we celebrate things we really really love. So often we speak to friends who love going to comedy nights and they've literally no idea what to go and see and whilst we don't have all the answers we have some of the answers and we go and talk to really nice people it turns out if you ask comedians nicely enough they'll chat back to you don't there's only been two restraining orders so far in 19 <laughs> episodes so it's not a bad turnout really two men just wanting to share love love of funny funny people is that too much to ask Pete? I think so. And if you do want to go back through the back catalogues, we've spoken to James Acaster, we've spoken to Simon Munnery, Zaltzman, Pappies. Oh, Zaltzman. Arthur Smith. Smith. Uh, Manchester's own Hayley Ellis twice. Robin Ince. Michael J. Dolan. Oh, dear. Not been bad, you know. We've not done too bad. Holly Byrne. Holly Byrne. Just, just, just go to funnylooking.co.uk. Pete, would you set up this uh, this podcast because it's unusual. Normally we have one or two interviews and we have a roundup of things we've been doing. This is a special. Set it up for us. It's a special because we got the chance to speak to John Kearns and um, we regularly go to the McCunthwith Comedy Festival, which is kind of like nerd comedy heaven. 
And this year, our favourite show was going to see John Kearns. And we were also joined by our good friend, Sean, who also went to see John in Edinburgh this year. And as part of the Mac show, Sean was pulled up on stage and spent the majority of it sat in the middle of the stage. So we're kind of coming at it from quite an interesting outlook. Uh, and Sean has got a lot of interesting questions. And he got to spend a good hour a noisy bar with John Kearns for an excess malarkey show in Manchester. So if you go to the website, I'm going to put some of the pictures of Sean um, during that, that gig, that first run out of this show, the show that went on to, to win the award. So um, enjoy, enjoy. We'll catch you at the end. Uh, this is John Kearns talking to Funny Looking Pod. Interview with uh, John Kearns for Funny Looking Podcast. Funny Looking Podcast. That's John Kearns saying Funny Looking Podcast. Um, so I'm going to start this. So I first saw you and I had, I had not heard of you before. I didn't know uh, you'd seen me. Interesting. We're going to talk about, well, um, in McCuncliffe this May, me and Pete from Funny Looking, we're supposed to be meeting Gav from Funny Looking to come and see your show. Me and Pete were late, we got down there, ended up on the front row with Gav, and you got me up. I've just remembered this. So I said you something. great. I, yeah, and I, I can't remember what I said, but it ended up that you got me up. I ended the... up getting you, well, I didn't know what I was doing when I got you up. Okay, right, so this is one of my questions I was going to ask you. Okay. <laughs> Because obviously, because I, I was there in Mac and you, you, you pulled me up. Yeah. And then when I saw you in Edinburgh, yeah. you then get someone up as part of the show, right? Yes. And I was thinking, oh, hang on a minute, is that. Oh, you I, were the, I felt like I was. You the were first. the first person. Wow. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, that, that, that Mac was. Uh, I just got back from uh, Melbourne, and in two weeks, I had to cobble together uh, an hour. I knew, I, knew, I knew that I was doing an hour. Right. So the gig that you saw was very much me being like, does that work? Uh, <laughs> that does work. And then when I got you up, it, yeah, it was the bit. You would ask people. It was people, the sting bit. Yeah. I got you up and everyone sang sting. And yeah. I, 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 looking back now, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. But now looking back, you know, in hindsight, yeah. that was the kernel of what it turned into in the show mm. whereas I got someone up to play my well. wife yes. in a pub which is I mean it's fantastic yeah Jeez, yeah yeah but yeah so um, I mean, yeah was, you were the yeah you were the yeah. without without but that's what I found actually this year huge, like, compared to the previous year previews just like so for example that bit mm. came out of McCunliffe and then, you know, there's a bit in Brighton. I remember Brighton being a really useful one. There was a stag doing and... Right. You know, I had to learn how to adapt the show for that kind of audience. But then yeah, what that yeah. did was it made it more bulletproof. Because the more you make the show for other people, mm. the more other people were going to enjoy it. Well, when I, so when I saw you again in Edinburgh, um, the guy you got up was... I was behind him in the queue. Yeah. And he knew some of the comedians and he he was like he was in the joke he was in on the joke but he didn't get the joke and you still kept it and it was kind of it was so much for the audience and like you say it was so bulletproof there was the bit about the um, 
the, I don't want to ruin it for anyone who's not seen your show, but there's the bit about the bolognese. And yeah, that, yeah, and what, yeah. And he said, you said, you know, what's your secret to good bolognese? And he went like that, good ingredients. And it was like like nothing. And But it was so, you just came back straight away. And it was really nice. And the fact that he gave you nothing made it even funnier. Oh. You know, and the fact that, yeah. we, were, that we were then kind of all in this joke that he thought he was in on, you know, was yeah, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Really nice. I think that's... Uh, that's what I've really enjoyed. It's it's, it's uh, whenever I do audience interaction now, mm. they can say I, I genuinely feel I can deal with most things. Yeah. I mean, on Saturday, weirdly, my last night at the solo theatre, I got, mm. I, well, I didn't get heckled. It was more of this guy just fucking hated it, and uh, I could hear them talking, and I was like, "What's going on up there?" Mm. And he went. Um, Oh, they're breaking up. I was like, what? They're breaking up? I was like, uh, okay. And I was like, I'm not, you know, I know my comedy's uh, divisive, but this is, uh, this is pretty soon. <laughs> anyway, he ended up leaving and he ended up causing... I had to put the house lights up. And, Shit, really? Yeah. And do you do all that in character? Do you have to do Yeah, that? I mean, I... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, you know, but it was just, it was just very... Uh, but, like, the bit that you're talking about there, like... The, the best thing to do is to absolutely distill the situation. So, for example, when the bloke, when I said, you know, how do you make a good bolognese? And he goes, good ingredients. Mm. What I love to do is just imagine, say, you were working in an office. Yeah. And you asked someone that question and someone said that. Okay. You would be like, what a fucking yeah. prick. Yeah. And you'd walk, you'd go to the staff room and be like, I just asked. Yeah. Uh, you did it all behind Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said this. So, what's funny? I always so like sometimes if if, if someone so a, a stock line that I say, if I ask someone a question and they don't say anything, mm. or if I ask them, you know, what's uh, you know, what do, do you have a signature dish? Yeah. And they go yes, mm. and then that's it. Yeah. I will say, okay, imagine this is real life and we're having a normal conversation. <laughs> because people have this idea of, uh, there's a, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, Whereas yeah, yeah. It, so, again, it's something that I've had to learn, mm. but with audience interaction, I just absolutely distill it yeah, to great. two people talking. So if they act them weird, you're just like, what, what is wrong with you? You just call that one straight just, away, yeah, just yeah. Just talk to me. Yeah, yeah. Those bits were always funny because then, you know, if someone said good ingredients, it'd be funny to go off on a rant about how they're twats. Mm. If someone came out with an amazing recipe. Yeah. So actually, a uh, lamb shank with, uh, you know, mince. And you'd just be like, yeah. fuck And you cut yeah. the lamb and you put the, uh, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's so yeah, funny to hear yeah, yeah. people, like, the idea that it was really sweet sometimes because there'd be people like, oh, actually, um, yeah, I do have a good... And it was just this really Spend sweet moment yeah, where you're yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. I, so yeah. So let me ask yeah. you, in terms of the character. Yeah. Is it? So there's that. I don't know if it's famous, but I always think it's. There's that thing about Coogan used to go out dressed as Partridge, and he would go to bars and clubs and try and chat with women, so he could kind of get a sense of whatever situation, what anyone said, he knew what Partridge would say. Yeah. Is it? Is it that sort of thing? Is it that kind of character, or is it just a heightened version of you and? Or is, it, or is it just, as you kind of described, just kind of you behind 
Yeah, I mean, it's not a character like uh, Partridge. Mm. But, do, but, but do you have that sense of him, though, that you know you know what the reaction will be? Yeah, I know... I know... Yeah, I know, I know what the reaction would be in every situation. Yeah. yeah because yeah. it's innate. Yeah. It's, it's you know, the, the, the character in inverted commas that I play on stage is, is basically, you know, every, every comedian, when they're on stage, it's a heightened version of themselves. Whether, yeah. it be, whether it be John Bishop or, or whether it be, uh, you know, Frank Sidebottom, you know. Mm. Well, no, that, that's... A, well, no, maybe, yeah, but no, but no, but no, no yeah, it does yeah, work. Yeah. And and people that, who that, knew Sidebottom say that's what he was like just without yeah, that on. Yeah, it's the way the person can, you know, if it's done well, can be there themselves the most. Yeah. So Coogan's never done straight stand-up. No. But he knows that what makes him funny mm. is playing these, these characters. Yeah. But what's interesting with what you do is, though, that it's a heightened version with you, and yet you put on the facade of a character, but call yourself out, don't you? Well, that's yeah. I mean, it it, it became a uh, you know, a lot of people say to me they thought they'd hate the show because they see a picture of me. Yeah. But then actually they're like they get it because mm. I'm I, part of the act is straight away me going yeah I'm aware I'm wearing all this yeah what am I doing. Mm. Yeah. So you know when I go when I gig at unis, it doesn't go well <laughs> because they're not they're, 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 you know they're 18, 19, and they think they think you're trying too hard. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if say you see a lot of comedy or you're you're versed in stuff, mm. you realise uh, what I'm doing in that. Yeah. There is a huge facade, this front. Yeah. If you wanted to be wanky, you know, like the whole ego versus the id, you know, it's, it's, yeah, all, yeah. it's all that shit. Mm. But it is that thing of like, you know, you, you hear of, I mean, comedian, any kind of performer who is, who's very bolshy and very outspoken and then they go, oh, but he's really quiet in real life. Yeah. And it's that thing of you're kind of wearing it. You know, it's not just, it's not just a physical yeah, act. It's not yeah. just, you know, an ego act, is it? You've actually kind of found these things that kind of physically make you look different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's quite nice, isn't it? That just gives it that extra... Well, it means I know what I'm doing. Well, like, so Johnny Vegas had the problem, he admits, mm. where the two blurred. Yeah. The character and who he was. Mm, yeah, and then yeah. it made him drink a lot and things like that. Yeah. He's, I think that the quote, and I'm paraphrasing, but the idea is that he... He, you know, he, he became his personal. Yeah. He believed in that guy. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, he, he, he had a tough time with it. Mm, and he yeah, couldn't, yeah. he couldn't shake it. Um, yeah, and he ended up doing stuff like what was it, like eighteen stone idiot, which is just horrible. But it fits that, that fits that Vegas persona. But only if he's kind of behind it, manipulating. If he becomes the Vegas persona, then yeah. it's. It's a mess. It's a car wreck, isn't it? It's just like yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. That, 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 the joy of watching him mm. do that is yeah, is, yeah. is that yeah. Uh, and Nick Helm kind of similar yeah. And so then, where where does where's the line? When does when does the real person mm. and the character stop? Yeah. The person are the the the, the person who you are on stage. Mm. And do, do uh, with you, me, it's very simple. You know, it's like well, is he? <laughs> is he wearing a wig? No. <laughs> right, it's not. 
not in them. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, again, this is this is all stuff that you know. In hindsight, I talk about, and you know, when I talk, like have interviews like this, it's it is interesting to look at it. Mm. But if I remember where it came from, it was just being you know making myself laugh, yeah. feeling comfortable, feeling stupid on stage, feeling I had a reason to be up there. Yeah. You know, like when I was. 20, when I started doing it, like 25, 20, yeah, 25. So you've I've been doing stand-up for seven years, and I was just like, well, who gives a shit what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if I put this on and... And was it, did you, did you try a few things? Did you, was it, were you trying oh, yeah, to, yeah, were you sure trying, so you were trying to find something, it, it wasn't that you stumbled upon this and you thought, I'll give this a go. It, it was that you were trying to find, like a conduit, well, yeah, so it's like in 2012 I did a uh, showcase in Edinburgh. Mm. And my material was like me walking around the Titanic. Right. And uh, being annoyed that it was sinking because I hadn't finished my crossword puzzle. Okay. And it was just all about this guy who was really annoyed about that. Yeah, yeah. And then someone told me like the crossword wasn't invented till like a year after <laughs> Titanic stands. It, it was factually absolutely yeah. uh, bollocks. But, uh,. Those comedy fans, they'll uh, oh, they'll, they'll nail you yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny, mate, but factually. Yeah. I think you're fine, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so then, um, you know, when you're, uh, but looking back, yeah, it was weird. Cause I, you look at me, and I was just dressed, you know, like check shirt, glasses, jeans, yeah. talking about Titanic. People would be like, why the fuck isn't this guy dressed like a? Yeah, 1920s okay. guy. Yeah, yeah. So when it, so the material that, I don't know. Also, I think people laugh more. I don't know if there's things that I say. If I was just saying them, people would feel sorry for me. But if you, if you place something in the middle between you and the audience, yeah, then they feel like they're not laughing at you. They're laughing at someone else. They're yeah. laughing at. The wig and false teeth. Yeah, it's, it's it's it's. I'm fascinated by you know I, I know better than anyone the rea- the different reactions, from how like me saying it normally. Yeah, yeah. And me, not in character, not like having a perfect wig. It's like is that is your mm. hair? It's a stupid slapped on wig, and teeth that might fall out. Yeah. Why? Um, yeah. But and all yeah, of a sudden, yeah. it's a like, and all of a sudden audiences go, oh yeah, this is. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm laughing at this. Have you, have you ever considered trying this show without that and just maybe going off somewhere and doing it unannounced and just uh, seeing how it works? Yeah, I have. I mean, a lot of people have told me, like the thing about this year's show. Was, so let me tell you, um, before I saw your show, yeah, as we were sat there waiting for you, Gav from Funny Looking, hi Gav, um, said to me, we said to Pete really, and I was just sat there. He said, "I bet you in a year's time he won't be doing the wig and false teeth thing." And I didn't even know you were going to do this. So when you came on, it was quite. But and then afterwards, straight away, as soon as they walked out, they were saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, this is going to go." And I thought, well, in a way, well, why, why get rid of it? You know. If... Yeah. Well, I've had it. I've, you know, again, people. Have... But yeah. So the sorry, end of the, so... the end of the show is me packing it all away. Which, yeah, and it wasn't in McCuncliffe, was it? In, in McCuncliffe, you didn't... No, in McCuncliffe, it was me going, That's yes, I've done an hour. Yeah, Thank yeah. fuck for that. Yeah. You've got your money's worth. But at the end of the day, there's a very clear 
yeah, the end, which I mean, in its in its own way, is quite beautiful. You know, we because because in a way, this we've not got to know you over the course of an hour. We've got to know this guy over the course of an hour, yes, and yes. then you put him away, and that's kind of the first time we're presented with yeah you. with me yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So that's quite that's quite interesting, and you know, it, that really has an effect, doesn't it? Yeah, but yeah, the audience is. I hope are thinking like, oh, is it? So it's. Just, it, I hopefully it shows like a vulnerability. I'm not trying yes. to make anyone uh, fucking cry or anything, but I just you know, <laughs> I just I want. Did, so uh, yeah, I wept. Well, thank you, yeah. appreciate But um, do you know what I mean? I don't. I, I'll be honest. I have no idea where it's going. Yeah. So like tonight's gig, I'm doing it. Yeah. I think when I do, like so, I don't think I'm going back to Edinburgh next year. The year after. I don't know what's next. Mm. I just I just got to follow my instinct. Really. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, in, in no way am I scared to not do it. No. I don't. I, I, feel... I don't think you're hampered by him. I don't get a sense. I don't know. As I don't know, like with Vegas, like he can't be Michael Pemberton, can he? He can only be Johnny Vegas. You know, it doesn't feel like you need to build up a level of material to put into that character. And I don't think no, pe- no, not I don't think people will be going. Oh well, I've preferred him when he had. They might do, but they're idiots. You well, know, so. I mean, it'd be interesting. <laughs> I'm, I'm as interested as uh, the very few people that are <laughs> in, uh, in in what happens next. Yeah. Um, you know, so I just recorded a Radio Four series. That's yeah, out, I was going to ask you about this. It's yeah. Out in March. And is this something? This is something you've written. Yeah, so it's like four 15-minute episodes, and they're kind of okay. like uh, they're like sitcoms, basically. It's like a yeah, four. Okay. And you know when it it's as the character. Right. And the character is it he? Is that how you? That's the yeah, short film, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so just, it's just it's just that. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to give it a name. I mean, basically, I I, was always, I mean, the truth is, I never wanted to give it a name. Like, if I called it like. It like Sam, yeah. Then all of a sudden, it might be like, Oh, if I tried to do anything else, about like, oh, I like when John Connors does, yeah, Sam. yeah, no, absolutely. Like with uh, Gittins, when he yeah, does so, these different characters, then people go, Oh, yeah, so yeah, well, David yeah. Earl, yeah, yeah, uh, does loads of characters, yeah, uh, Combo yeah. and Gittins, yeah, and, yeah. Um, I didn't, I didn't want to, I just wanted. It to be me yeah so it's funny because I, I talk to David sometimes and he does aren't he does he signs off uh, texts and emails sometimes or Facebook messages with David I'm sorry with Brian oh, right. and sometimes I go <laughs> if, I, if I haven't talked to him for a while I'll go hi Brian <laughs> uh, am I still doing the do you know what I mean? yeah, like, it's yeah, quite, yeah. I don't know who I'm talking to sometimes Wow um, I know I'm talking to obviously David. Yeah, yeah. But he'll sign it off sometimes as Brian. Yeah. There was a weird moment. Um, I got married recently, and uh, Claire, Pete's girlfriend, rang into his. You know, he does his speaker show. Yeah, yeah. Every, and she rang in, and um, I, w- I was out like with some mates who couldn't make it to my stag do, and she was there, and um, she said, "Hi, oh, Brian. I've got you know Sean here. He's getting married." And I took the phone and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, he said, oh, you're getting married, are you? And I thought, oh, well, I'm in for some, like, gittings, you know. Yes. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he went, best day of your life, mate. Best day of your life. 
and I only realised like David Earl had got married, you know, like yeah. a couple of months before. So that was David Earl saying, you know, like he, uh, it was kind of he cut through that. You know, he, he, it wasn't Brian Gittins going, it's a shit world, you know, and we're yeah, all yeah. fucked. It, <laughs> it was David Earl going, honestly, it's so great. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a lovely feeling, you know. I'm so, yeah, I'm picturing mine now. So uh, yeah, I I kind of wanted to avoid that. Mm. And also, I did. I just wanted to avoid the whole. Oh, it's so. For example, if I, if when I do something else, I wanted to avoid the whole. Yeah, it's absolutely. better when yeah. Kern, it's better when Kern's did. Yeah, yeah. Sam, Sam, that's his name. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, I, I mean, it was a. But again, this is all hindsight. This is all. So a lot of it came through just fucking around and. And with the Radio Four thing now, you've you've done it in the character was yeah. was that specific to them or was that specific for you writing um they said i could do whatever i wanted right um, yeah i just i just think the way i see it going is maybe if it went so with radio i thought well like a big influence is tony hancock yeah yeah, yeah. tony hancock is a character mm. yeah absolutely hancock, yeah the yeah. uh uh, hound dog expression, the the dreamer, the the yeah. all that kind of stuff. So in my head, that's basically what I'm copying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That blueprint. Yeah. Just going well. I'll just and I'm in no way suggesting that it'll be a tenth as good as. Uh, but that, that's kind of what I'm looking at. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, you know, yeah. when we recorded the uh, the episodes, I, I, I was wearing the wig and the teeth and all that. Oh, uh, right, okay. Uh, I, you know, I've got everyone else to wear wigs as well and look really stupid Brilliant. and like, feel funny to, to... Yeah, yeah. To sound wanky again. But, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I think I think there's no grand plan. Mm. I just think um, you just got to follow your instincts. Yeah. But you got to follow... You know, I'm not thinking about what I'm doing next year with, say, the character, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the moment, mm. it's a, it's a radio series, yeah. so that's fun to do. And no, but that's, and that's and that's a very different thing, isn't it? You can you can you can put that in a different box, can't you? The re- the radio, it's not. It doesn't feel like a continuation of this show that you're going to do Absolutely, tonight. Yeah, it's very different. It, yeah, it's, yeah. it's very much a character yeah. now. It's very defined as a character. Yeah. Whereas live, I play with the form of. Yeah. Stand up. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, you know, there's a character, my mate plays a character who like, talks like this and he's all very. <laughs> and uh, I said to Arnab, the producer, I was like, well, we were talking like, well, no, sorry, my friend asked Arnab, yeah. is, it, is it a bit much, my voice? And Arnab said to him, no, it's perfect because you would exactly be the kind of friend he hangs yeah, out with. Yeah. And I, I didn't think about it. I was like, yeah, yeah that's absolutely, in yeah, this yeah. world, yeah. yeah so nice. um, I. Uh, <laughs> that really made me laugh because I was like, of course, yeah. of course, my character would hang around with someone who turns out there, like this kind of a whimpering, uh, yeah, um, weirdo. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but again, it's just what's funny. Yeah. You got like, again, it, it really is just about what is making me laugh. Yeah, and that's, I think in a way that's kind of what I liked about you. So in Mac, when you first came on, you had. Um, yeah, the bull And that was... Yeah. Uh, sorry, that was... Good. Well, I tried That's, that again, and it fucking bombed. Because I fucking love that. Yeah. I really love that. And I suppose what that did... 
well anyway from my opinion of you it made me feel like you weren't you weren't hampered in terms of trying different stuff. If, like you say, if it's funny, if it works, if I if I can if I can utilize it, then I'll use it. And in in that way, like then suddenly that wig and teeth become something totally different yeah, yeah, than yeah. just you know a, you know a funny wig and something. It, it, it be, it's not David Walliams dressed up in Little Britain. Oh yeah, know, absolutely. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, something yeah. totally different. Yeah. You know, and. That's nice that you, you know, that, that must give you confidence that you can, you know, that you're yeah. open to that, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think Mac, Mac, Mac everyone's very comedy literate. Yeah, and yeah. And also, yeah, yeah. I think the people that came to my show were people that might have seen me before. Um, yeah, or at least had an expectation yeah, they that they were going to have to buy into, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and be a part of something, yeah. Exactly. So yeah. then when I go on and. Uh, I'm acting really stupid. Yeah. Straight off the bat. Yeah. People are like, right, exactly the same, nothing's changed. Good. Yeah. Whereas when I did it in front of other audiences, so I did that three times. <laughs> right. And uh, wow. Really? It, it honestly set off the worst tone for the gig. Right. It was basically. Yeah, it was, it was the worst thing I could have done. Right. So they were just like, fuck this guy. <laughs> and then you then have to fight. So I had to get... I, yeah, yeah. I had to get rid of it. I had to get rid of it. Yeah. So Mac, you're kind of... You're going to zero and and that's giving you kind of five steps. Well, that's actually pushing you back. And you're having to... Oh, yeah. At Mac, people are expecting ten. Yeah, so yeah. So then when you go on with ten, yeah. they're like, yep. Yep. That's Whereas, if, you know, if you playing somewhere where you know they don't know who you are mm. like most places yeah they then they're expecting five yeah like everyone else and if you're weird you can creep up to ten but you don't yeah. fucking start at ten yeah yeah <laughs> in 20 minutes <laughs> they're just like fuck yeah. this guy he's just doing my head in whereas if people know that they're going to be annoyed but they know that the person performing it is annoying them yeah. and everyone's in on the joke then that's fine. absolutely so it's a, yeah <laughs> madness I did the worst thing possible um, when I when I saw you in Edinburgh. I'd taken quite a few people. Um, my wife uh, went to university in Scotland, so all her mates are in Edinburgh. So oh, there was about eight of us. Oh, bless you! And we were in the queue, and I was saying, "Oh, you know," and and they were like, well, "Should we go and see something else?" You know, the queue's really long. We might not get in. And I was saying, "I oh, know you've got to see this guy." And I started talking about, it and I said, he, "He starts off with this. He does this song, and it's like it's." The most beautiful and I was really trying to thinking that you're going to do this and you know I'll describe the very opposite and you just walked on and you were just stood there <laughs> yeah no song <laughs> you were all getting beers and just yeah no is, is that him is that him yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's him yeah yeah but in a way that beginning I don't know did, did you try that different ways at the beginning did you try no I mean in? well no the reason why you do that Honestly, the reason why you do that in that room of the free fringe is was because, because it's busy. Yeah, yeah. And you can't walk onto the stage. Yeah. So it's just yeah, it would seem very clumsy because yeah, there's yeah. no way you're getting. Through and I, that, I in my it? last year, because I, I was in the same room, mm. I did walk on. And yeah. Yeah, well, like you said, it was clumsy. Yeah. Um, this year, I mean, but then so solo theatre. Mm. I started on stage again, even though, you know, you've got lights, curtains. You can do the whole, yeah, 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 you um, can be cold. And, and it was exactly the same reaction. People, I could see everyone, like, so I'm just pacing around, looking yeah. at everyone. And I did my own sound as well. I just yeah. kept it very much how it yeah, was yeah. In, in the Free Fringe. 
And you could see people going, is that, is that the guy? <laughs> because obviously I, I, I start off just walking around and then I put the wig and thing on. Um, but what that does as well is, again, looking in hindsight, it, um, you're coming into my space there. That's there's no exactly curtain up, yeah, there's yeah. no applause and like, come on, mate. Yeah. Yeah. There's an immediate, you're coming into my space, mm, yeah. I'm waiting for you, Yeah. and we're going to start when I'm ready and when yeah. you're ready. And it's, and it's the catching the audience off guard, isn't it? Like the audience, this is how the audience play it. They go in, they get ready, they sit down, they wait for you to make them laugh. Yeah. They walk in, you're already there, you're watching them sit down suddenly the the consciousness is on them like they you know oh shit the guy's already here and then you decide when the show starts and you decide how it starts and absolutely you know, yeah. And it's, yeah yeah well like tim tim key does it he walks yeah, around the yeah, stage yeah. before it starts yes and i remember seeing trying to think was he the first person i saw like that i mean like i said the reason why i do it is because it's just been through mm. being on the free fringe yeah yeah he, I'm interested in why he does it. Maybe for the same reason I said you're, you're entering then that person's world. Yeah. And also, I remember like when you watch someone, you are just waiting for you. It's very, it's very disarming. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You, you and yeah. also you love everyone loves watching someone before the show starts. Yeah, yeah, but I. Isn't, are they, they don't look nervous or? Yeah. They're just wow. Imagine. A lot of people said to me, um, like family and like friends after they saw my show were like, yeah, yeah, we watched you kind of pacing around before it started and we thought, what must be going through your head? And then we thought, oh God, no, gee, imagine doing that. Yeah, yeah. It's funny how people uh, but that's, but assess the uh, build-up rather mm. than the actual uh, doing. Yeah. But there is something interesting about a load of people being in um a queue and talking about you and about the show and about the reviews and then suddenly you're there and like, you're, yeah and there's no uh it, it's there's no fanfare there's yeah no, there's no uh, build-up like yeah. there's no uh, you know billy big bollocks here he's won the award yeah. and all that lot but that's absolutely just, why i went back to the yeah free yeah that's like, really nice you just undercut that all yeah, that stuff yeah. that can happen in people's heads before you know yeah yeah i mean like that's the thing like so you know in edinburgh the, 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 there is a curse of the, of the pre-bookers yes the pre-bookers who read all the reviews and go well <laughs> yeah. i've got three tickets for three five-star shows yeah yeah i'm the best yeah and then they go along and realize Mm. That the whimsical, the the uh, the feminist, and the, uh, the the absurd acts, yeah, who are brilliant, are not their sense of humour. Yeah, they yeah, like yeah. they like satire and sketch, mm. and they don't have tickets for that. Yeah, and all of a sudden they're very annoyed at the performer. Yeah, and it's got nothing to do with the performer. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to do Talk with you, you being, yeah, yeah. you know, people don't fucking. People don't buy music because it's five star music. Yeah. It's like, I don't like rap, but I bought this five star album. Yeah. I hate it. It's like, yeah. yeah. It's because you don't like rap. Yeah. It's like, what's wrong it doesn't with matter you? how what is wrong with good you? the rap is. Yeah, you yeah. just won't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, just. So, you know, that's the best thing in the world. That was the best thing about Edinburgh. I didn't have, yeah. I didn't have one bad gig in Edinburgh. Oh, wow. Not one bad gig. 
because everyone that came to see me were people that had waited about an hour to get in mm, yeah so what's that that is going to sort the wheat from the chaps Absolutely. isn't it yeah 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 <laughs> if you're waiting an hour to get in yeah. you, you know what you're seeing yeah and you want to see it yeah absolutely also you didn't get people you know people that rock up mm. they're not getting in yeah it's people that planned it going I saw this guy last year yeah I'd love to see him again alright we've got to be there early remember so you're performing to people that really want to see you and then you go right I'm going to do my best fucking show here yeah beautiful so it's, it's that's very important to me yeah uh, I don't you know I'm going to go back to Edinburgh I don't know how I'm going to I don't know what I'm going to do I was, I've, you know, when I did free fringe this year and things getting bit, got busy again, I was mm. like, would you? So, the one, would you do the kind of Kitson ghost go? Why not? Sorry, hello, that's the mic. That's good. That's good. <laughs> go from uh, go from free fringe to the Traverse, eighteen pound a ticket and a proper show. And uh, not a proper, you know, what I mean, not a proper show. But no, a, I know what you mean. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. A, 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 one that you know that would be in the comedy as well as. I mean, I saw I've, I've, you. You potentially got that in you, haven't you? You know, if you're writing for radio. Yeah, four, I saw. Or, I yeah, saw yeah. Uh, I, you know, I've, I saw Kitson at the Traverse when all the light bulbs were hanging down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fucking 10 a.m. or whatever he was <laughs> doing to people. Fucking <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <Looking> maniac. <laughs> uh, and that was a brilliant show. Yeah, you have Obviously. to. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, and yeah. then I saw this year. I saw uh, Kim Noble. Yes, yeah, at yeah. The Traverse. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was an astonishing show. And Mark Thomas. He Mark did. Thomas. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't seen it, but I know that he was in yeah, there. Really good. Yeah. yeah, they got great reviews. Yeah. I think that was one of the best. Five star reviews. We went and heckled him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. He probably yeah. got loads of people turning up going. But yeah. um. So, I mean, again, it's interesting. So, like, say, say I thought, say in my head, I wanted to do a show at the Traverse. You know, they got to ask you first off. You don't apply. Yeah. So they got to know who you are. Also, that's a fucking big space. It is a big space. Well, yeah, yeah. Let's not get into it. But and also, I sat at the front of Kim Noble's show. Yeah. I saw it twice. I sat right at the front and in the middle. Mm-hmm. And the sound was a bit shit at the. It is I a bit shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was I'm really glad I saw the show the night, the night before because it was a very different experience. Yeah, yeah. But the, but the thing is with those kind of stuff, mm. you don't you don't go. You know, I think a lot of people make the mistake, for example, of going, "I want to perform at the Pleasance." Yeah. And then. I want to be at the Grand. I want to be yeah. I want to be in the courtyard. Yeah, and, yeah. And yeah, that, that, everyone would love to do that. Yeah. But it should be. I've got a great show. Where does the show fit? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. So both yeah. shows that I've done, Free Fringe, I've, I've, I've been very lucky, perfect storm scenario kind of thing. Mm. Uh, and then, you know, when I went back this year, I was like, right, yeah, let's do that again. Yeah. Tony Law, kind of 12 o'clock stand. Yeah. You know where he is. Yeah, I yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the details of all that, I mean... I've literally got no idea what will happen, but when the show's ready, I, I'd be lying if I said you don't want it to be in the, in, the, in, the, in the best place for it. Yeah. For the show. Yeah. You but know? that's it, and, and often the best place for the show. Well, it's like Kitson isn't... does. Kitson does kind of stand up. Uh, you know how he does the kind of nights with um, 
uh, Andy Zaltzman and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and they're mucking around at the stand. Mm, yeah. Uh, and I've been to a couple of those shows and they're great. I think for me, I would do those on the free fringe. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Because it, that's, yeah, yeah, that's my... Yeah. I know what I'm doing there. Mm. And, you know, so... Yeah. And like you said, that, that selection process of if you'll queue for an hour to get in to see this, then you deserve to see this thing happen. Yeah. And yeah, also, yeah. you know, it's like, I'm not, you're not taking a piss out of saying queue for an hour because no, of course you're you queue for an hour, yeah. you throw in three quid... Yeah. You've had a good show. Exactly, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not, I and you know, can I'm not drink asking. beer in those queues, you know, this is this isn't like you know, you just stood there but, checking your fucking vote. I know, know just, just, <laughs> this is also something about Edinburgh. It's a festival. Yeah. You know, if you it's Act a, it's, like it. Well <laughs> I think so. Yeah. It's a festival. Yeah. Get stuck in. Absolutely. You're going to be disappointed. You're going to queue. You're yeah. going to get hammered. You're going to get wet. My friend said, it's not Edinburgh until you've seen a shit show. That is, you know, until you've seen yeah. that not even one star show, as soon as you see that, you're in. But even the one star shows are the ones that have queues out the door because everyone's yeah, yeah. read the one star. Yeah, yeah. I know I know someone that got two stars and he was genuinely annoyed Yeah. because he was like, I got the one. And people come. That would have been it. Yeah, yeah. Two, That's divisive. Two That's, people yeah, are yeah. like, you know, people look at fives and ones. Yeah. And then, uh, but you know, even the stars are grim. Yeah. Do you read your, your reviews? Uh, yeah, yeah. I read everything. Yeah. Do you? And do you read it at the time or do you read it post? At the time. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I mean, in my head, I, I think you know, uh, don't do it. Yeah things like that but mm. truth is so it's like I got lovely reviews in Edinburgh yeah and then I got say last Sunday yeah I got like a three star from the Observer yeah and it well, it, it was just a bit yeah it was just a bit like have you ever thought of getting your own um, Guardian login under a different name and going on and <laughs> yeah that's what everyone says everyone, if, if anyone tweets you it's like you know what I'm going to I'm yeah, gonna go yeah. set up an own Twitter. Right, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, you know, get, I'm gonna you know, make yeah. it look as though I haven't just. I'll jotted. get that Brian Logan yeah, yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> no, he was. Yeah. Brian, but the thing is, so, so, so for example, Brian Logan, uh, yeah, he gave me a three star in Edinburgh. Yeah. But I agreed with his. I agreed with everything he said. He said it was a better show than the year before. Yeah. He said it was short, and it was short the day he saw it. Yeah. Um, I think if uh, it was difficult to read, I suppose the thing is, it was difficult to read. Sometimes those stars mean fuck all because when you read the review, the review doesn't actually exist in a world of stars. Of course, does it? you know, yes. it's, it's kind of co- you know a cogent, coherent thing that he's trying to say about a show that he's got. Yeah. You know, he's he's, he's got an opinion about. And, but you know, and it's, then the stars is like, oh well, I have to give it something. So, yeah, yeah. But it's articulate. Yeah. It's. Uh, I, I, I honestly, they're doing a job. Yeah. Yeah. Would I be saying this if I'd been absolutely mauled by one? Uh, I don't know. I can only talk about where I am right now. Yeah. And I'm sure there'll be a day when I do something <laughs> that gets fucking annihilated. But they're doing a job. And it is someone's opinion. Yeah. Every single show I do, I can see people enjoying it, and I can see people that aren't laughing. Yeah. You know, it's 
that's life. Yeah. And it's obviously uh, a struggle. If someone's written 300 words about you in a national newspaper, I'm at the point in my career where I can't not walk past the news agent. I've got to pick it up and be like, what has someone yeah, said yeah, about yeah, yeah. it? It's curiosity. Again, yeah. in a few years, if it's something, say, I'm used to, or I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I've talked to other comics who are, you know, huge. Yeah. They've been around for 30 years. Yeah, I just listened they to don't, they uh, don't read it. your Sean Hughes podcast. Oh, right. What did I say there? No, no, we're just... Well, just who, who, who I've met. Yeah, guess, yeah, yeah, just in terms of Sean Hughes talking to you from where you are now. From I mean, I suppose you two both winning the Perrier and him, the hindsight that he has. Yeah. Well, it's funny talking to him because yeah, yeah. he's like... Uh, it's funny talking to him because he was like, he, I think he's he's the youngest person to ever win it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we went for we went for uh, some some lunch after that recording. And he was he was talking to me about like the uh, you know how he made his money then. Yeah. And, like he bought house then. Not oh, with right. not with not with not with the Perrier money. Yeah, yeah. But, but like we've... from from like say the five years after it. Mm. Who knows? The five years after me, I could be the same. Yeah, but it made me laugh. The idea of I think you know if you're in your mid twenties, the idea of owning a house yeah, is yeah. insane. Yeah, you know the idea of getting all that money for a mortgage, especially being self-employed and all that yeah. stuff. So when you've got someone like him going, but he must have been treating it like he was like a footballer or something. Like you know, I'm oh yeah, he, I'm yeah, yeah. retired by the time I'm thirty fucking three. Yeah, I yeah. yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't have to. He's he's a. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a fascinating chap to talk to. Yeah, but, yeah. But, it's, but it's like everyone like that, really. Mm. Award winners or not. Yeah, yeah. You know, awards are lovely, but, it, you know, if you can make money out of this, if you can make a living, uh, fascinating. Yeah. Genuinely, genuinely intrigued. And I genuinely am still... <laughs> I mean, I'm still... Uh, asking questions, I you know I had to fill out. I was filling out my tax yesterday. I've got to do my. Fuck knows yeah, what yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. looking at this thing like because I I got an accountant because I genuinely don't want to. I just don't want to fuck around with it. Yeah. And they sent me this Excel timetable. And I was like, I, what the fuck is this? Yeah. So <laughs> honestly, it doesn't it awards me it's nothing. It's not all it's, laughs being a comedian. No, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Have you seen this shit? I've got receipts that have been in my back pocket for months. Receipts? Fuck receipts. I ain't got any, genuinely. Don't keep them. I don't know. So, um... If anyone goes on public transport that I know, I just ask them to give me their... uh, Well, that's what my accountant went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said to me, I went, he went, don't really worry about receipts. And I was like, what are you on about? And he went, well, you could walk into Tesco and pick up five receipts and go, you you bought that. I was like, yeah, but that's just me lying. And he went, well, you could do it. It's like, the receipts aren't proof. Yeah. They're just... They're just... Oh, so, I mean... It, yeah, there's something like proof, but they're not... Yeah, they're not... They're proof... They're not going to stand up in a court of law. They're proof they? in yeah, a yeah. very honest world, which yeah, we don't yeah, live yeah. in. So, I, I don't know. It's... um, Like I said, I've only been making a living out of it for just... Well, actually, uh, 51 weeks. Uh, next wow. Next week will be my... Yeah. yearly I've been doing it full time okay so I, I'm still very green to everything I, yeah. I still I still I'm still trying to work that all out because I recently in um, November of last year I stopped working full time I went freelance 
and I went under. After so it was like November was fine, December, January I had work then. February, I totally I mean I was just a mess. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. And and I had this stuff that I had to be doing that people were expecting, but because I was in the house you know, I, I, and there's no one there going, Come on, crack on, crack yeah. on, yeah, yeah, lunch is in you know. I just didn't do I didn't do shit, and then I was doing it at like you know two in the morning. I was getting up out of bed and going, oh. Yeah, because you're still. Ah. I mean, I, I I think I had a breakdown. If I'm honest, mm. I think there was a. Well, I think ladies and gents, good evening or welcome to Pub Zoo. In well, about twenty minutes' time, the award-winning Excess Malarkey Comedy Club will be starting next door at Zoo. Tickets are just three pounds for members or five pounds for normal people, and the entrance is just around the corner on Sydney Street. We'll see you there. Cheers. Five quid, fair Five enough. quid. Not bad. Um, yeah, it's this idea of a... I, I generally... Genuinely... Generally or genuinely? Both. Yeah, genuinely. Both. Genuinely uh, <laughs> uh, panicked and didn't yeah. know what I was doing. And, and were, were people I was a pushing you to quit your job? Or no, was no, that no, a decision no. you made? No. Well, I mean... So I, I remember one day uh, I... So yeah, in my lunch break, I went and did a uh, a read through of uh, Vic and Bob's House of Fools, an episode with them. So I was sat in a room with them and Matt Berry, you know, all the cast. And the only person I knew was Daniel. So I went up to Daniel and I was like, "This is fucking weird." And Daniel, Daniel's amazing because he doesn't he doesn't know who they are really. He knows yeah, who yeah. they are, but he didn't grow up in Britain yeah. and knows Vic and Bob is Vic and that. Bob. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, "Yeah." I, He's like, yeah, I, 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 I don't feel, he was so funny because he was like, I don't really feel so, I think they don't like me and like, he's just so fucking funny about it. And uh, nothing ever came of that, but I, you know, my, my work uniform was in my bag and then, you know, I had to get a cab from Warren yeah, Street I mean, into Westminster and then 10 minutes later I was standing outside the Houses of Parliament talking to Italians for an hour ago yeah. you can come in but only to watch political debate and they let so that was a real moment yeah where I was like if something doesn't switch in your mind then well, it's a thing of when are you going to quit yeah 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 there's got to be a moment when you go yeah and also I just won the newcomer and I thought well if there isn't if I don't quit now then when the fuck do I quit? yeah and if you don't quit now and you end up still being there in 10 years' time, you will look back at that point that, mo- that yeah. was the point that you should have You've got to yeah. take moments. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, if I didn't... I, I wonder if I didn't quit, would I have done the show that I did this year Yeah. that, that, that won the yeah. main award? And it's Again, worth, it doesn't matter that yeah. it won the award, but it was a better show and I am a better comic for it. Yeah. That came about, I'm 100% sure, yeah. because I had more time to write and I was just basically doing a better show. Yeah, so and you obviously needed the existential crisis to make that show. Yes. So absolutely. There you go. So uh, if anyone's uh, reading this or listening, quit your job, follow your dream, yeah. and uh, you and know just enjoy your fucking life, guys. And do your taxes. <laughs> do your fucking tax. I'm not getting. Qu- I, I swear to God, I'm not going to be Ken Dodd, suitcase of cash. <laughs> yeah. It ain't happening. What's in this mattress, Mr. <laughs> Mr. <Kearns>. Mattresses, old school. <laughs> um, uh, well, cool. thank you very much, John. Uh, uh, so this has been Funny Looking uh, with John Kearns. Thanks at for having Zoo. me. At Zoo. Thanks for having me. Cheers. What a lovely pair of fellas. Sean and uh, John there, thank you very much. Uh, thank you, John, for, for all that time.
It was very good of him. And, um, well, he did agree to this over Twitter, and then he forgot. And then he turned out he was drunk when he agreed to it. So if you are ever going to set up a podcast and want to interview comedians, just wait till they're pissed, and then they'll, <laughs> they'll agree, and then and you've got them. Get the commitment. You've got them, guys. Build on the guilt. Exactly. And that's what we did. And haven't we all prospered? Haven't we all benefited from that? Lovely. I really enjoyed it. Uh, and Sean does great work. Sean also directs uh, theatre pieces around Manchester and further afield. So look out Sean Gregory if you get the chance. He's a good man. And I hope he does more of this with us soon. And we'll put a link to both Sean and uh, uh, John Kearns doesn't have a website. Um, I think everything seems to run through Twitter. Yes. Just drunkenly agrees to things on Twitter. <laughs> and it's, it's working out fine for him. So good lad. Lovely man. And as we talk, what is he up to this week? This week is um, it's the second week of December. And what's he up to this week? Hanging out with our favourite guy in the world, Mr. Brian Gittins. I love that little doing... Gittins revelation there in the middle. Yeah. He challenged in London. And we love challenged. It's the greatest game show ever invented with a robot. And he's also in Brighton with Brian Gittins again. And also Adam Buxton doing Gittins to Know You in a dingy bar in Brighton. And having been to said dingy bar to watch a Gittins to Know You, really good night. So if you are that far away from Manchester and Liverpool, go get involved. Oh, that, that's, uh, yeah, yeah. it'd be good if he retoured. If he toured, he should tour that show. I'd love to see it again after seeing it literally fresh off the page back in Mac. Yeah, I'd love to see what it what it's turned into. If you enjoyed that chat with John Kearns, why not go back to Funny Looking 18 and listen to our chat with Phil Ellis, who won the Edinburgh Panel Award. We um, saw the show Funds and Games at the weekend. And Gav, what were your thoughts? Oh, I it was, um, I'm not taking my kids to a panto. I'm not taking my kids to any of that myriad of uh, Christmas theatre. I took them to Funds and Games, uh, which was obviously them warming up ready for their London run. I tell you, I laughed. I laughed so much. I laughed. My kids ended up on the front row like a feral pack of whippets. I I, I predicted they would storm the stage, and at one point they did. <laughs> Absolutely wired on sugar. Just um, popping sweets left, right, and centre. If you don't know what Funds and Games is, it essentially is a kid's show, but a kid's show where everyone gets everything from it. No, that's a bad line. And as as Phil said, and this guy has got no idea about kids shows. Uh, it it's beautifully dark. It operates at that fantastic level where there's stuff there for the kids, and they're laughing. My ten year old uh, said, "I got all the jokes, Dad." She really didn't. <laughs> yeah, she was so proud that she got more jokes than her brother, um, who's, and, uh... who's six. <laughs> and we were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. Um, it just, I laughed. I laughed so loud. I was laughing at. The nonsense on the stage, I was laugh- laughing at the craziness of the kids, the kids going wild. I was la- laughing at what they got away with improvisationally and otherwise. I was laughing at what they said to the kids. Something something was said to one of my friend's sons that just was so funny. It was so harsh. She was sitting next to me. She laughed really hard as well. Uh, there's a couple of gags we don't want to give away. Uh, the T-shirts that the children will be wearing around Soho are just the idea of that. I just it's just killing me. Um, it's such a good show, and uh, go and see it. Take a kid, yes, but if not, you can sit at the back with the other other, other weirdos. Um, 
who haven't got kids is just an absolute riot. Um, I, I hope it gets all the rewards it deserves. Your mate came along. That was a bit creepy. Two two twenty something men at a kids show on a on a, <laughs> on a Saturday afternoon. What do you think? <laughs> well. I didn't tell my friend we were going to see a kid's show until we were at the tram stop and he was already agreed. So um, I was actually really pleased that it wasn't just full of comedy nerds, that there was families there with children because otherwise it needs that influence and it needs the naivety of the children and it needs the, the wrongness of the jokes. It was wrong. It was beautifully wrong at times. Um, great stuff. Great stuff. That is it, my friends. Another one in the can, metaphorical can of comedy. <laughs> oh, God, if you've come this far, you can listen to that. Um, so thank you for listening. It's much appreciated. If you can go on iTunes and leave us a review, that'd be much appreciated. Um, also, please follow us on Twitter, at FunnyLuckingPod. Plenty of whiffle and waffle on there. Funnylucking.co.uk is our website. Please get in touch. Send us messages. Tell us good things to go and see. Tell us things you like. Tell us things you love. Don't tell us things you don't like. Life's too short for that shit. <laughs> um, the next one will be out probably in the new year. Uh, so, season's greetings. Absolutely. And I'm feeling uh, Christmassy today. Um, I want to celebrate friend of the show and friend of Funny Looking Live. He has appeared on Funny Looking Live on a Sunday night on Spreaker. Wilfredo. The uh, wonderful uh, Spanish crooner Wilfredo and Carmela have recorded a Christmas tune. They're trying to push it to number one. I'm going to play you as we go out the uh, the opening 30 seconds of Wilfredo and Carmela's Peace All Over the World. And uh, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, Pete. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and a, and a very happy New Year. You dicks. <laughs> Happy Christmas, Carmela. Feliz Navidad, Alfredo. Christmas is a time for joy. Celebrate the birth of baby boy who lay in a bed of straw underneath a dome. For love, three French and one turtle dove, and it's time for you and me to make the Christmas tree. <laughs> Happy Christmas! Christmas is a time for romance Shit on my knee and 